This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You are an old man who thinks in terms of nations and peoples. There are no nations. There are no peoples. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and immane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. And you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. And you will atone. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with fingers crossed everybody knows the war is over everybody knows the good guys lost everybody knows the fight was fixed the poor stay poor the rich get rich that's how it goes everybody From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And our maiden voyage of 2010 is underway. Happy New Year to uh, all of you, my dear friends, listening from Thunder Bay to the Carolinas and from Maine to Minnesota and all points in between. I can't say this with 100% certainty, but... My gut tells me, and I've uh, always uh, trusted my gut, that we are presenting a radio first tonight. I have done four uh, past life regressions on the air over the years involving a past life regression therapist and a subject. And during those sessions... If you were listening, you were able to listen in as the subject discovered their past life live on the air. That, uh, those programs, to me, always stand out. Uh, remarkable. Remarkable uh, evenings of, of broadcasting. I'll always remember them. We're going to do something tonight that's slightly different, and, and here's where it's... Here's the twist, and this is why I believe it's probably the first time this has ever been done. I'm staring through the, uh, the glass into Master Control here at 550 Queen Street East in Toronto, and I see uh, the visage of uh, the lovely and uh, loquacious Dan Ellison, who is uh, riding the buttons and knobs uh, here. And just in front of his soundboard, his big console, is again a massage table, and we have a gentleman lying on the table. He is being regressed as we speak. And as always... Whenever we attempt these experiments, we go to past life regression therapist, certified regression therapist, Deborah Sky. Deborah Sky Knight is with us. She's in the other studio. Tonight, what we're going to do 
is take our subject, Paul, uh, back to his childhood, not a past life. Paul has had countless sightings of UFOs throughout his uh, adult life, uh, but he suspects as a child he was the victim of at least one alien abduction. He has fleeting memories uh, and, uh, and memories of strange dreams that he has uh, had as a child, which again has led him to suspect he has been abducted, taken aboard a UFO craft as a child. We're talking about probably the early to mid-60s. So here's what we're going to do. In about five minutes, we'll uh, step away, take a break. And by that time, uh, Paul, our subject, will be essentially regressed or under hypnosis. I believe there, are, there is actually an arcane CRTC regulation uh, that forbids transmitting uh, someone being placed under hypnosis over the airwaves. And I mentioned this to George Genescu as he headed out on the, uh, the long trek home to, I believe, Simcoe County. George, of course, the, uh, the host of a Big Band Sunday Night. He's got a long drive ahead of him, so I cautioned him. I said, uh, you know, we're going to be doing a hypnosis on the air tonight, but not to worry. We are, we're not allowed to actually transmit that part of it for obvious reasons so that people like George driving home aren't suddenly going to be uh, placed in a trance and, uh, you know, veer off the road or something like that. It could be a, a, a horrible, horrible situation. So this hypnosis is taking place as I speak in the other studio. I'm looking through the glass at it right now. And as I say, we'll be breaking in about four minutes. When we come back, we'll hear the, uh, the voices of regression therapist uh, Deborah Skye and our subject, Paul, and hopefully, we're going to be able to ascertain over the next 90 minutes plus whether, in fact, he was the victim of an alien abduction. Keeping in mind, she's going to be taking him back to his childhood, to a specific time and place. And I have to say, I am somewhat concerned. And I, uh, I made this known to Paul, our subject tonight. I said, you may not like what you find out. This could be somewhat traumatic. Uh, however, he is in very capable hands. As I say, uh, Deborah Skye has uh, been exploring healing uh, techniques throughout the world and uh, 10 years of uh, teaching globally. And she's had the opportunity to learn from the top experts in her field and profession. She's trained with uh, the Weiss Institute and uh, uh, Brian uh, Weiss, of course, is a leader and a pioneer in the field of past life regression therapy. And uh, she's also had the privilege to train with Dolores Cannon in the Cannon Method technique. And she teaches uh, past life regression at her uh, studio here in Toronto. And if you'd like to learn more about uh, what Deborah Sky does, you can log on to www.soultherapy.ca. Uh, but again, if you're just joining us, we're not actually going to be conducting a past life regression tonight. Our subject, Paul, will be taken back to his childhood to either confirm or deny a long-held suspicion that he has been, in fact, the victim of at least one alien abduction. 
All right, let me give you a heads up uh, while time permits. What's coming up uh, on uh, the show next week? You're going to want to join us next Sunday, January the 10th, for the full two hours. I'll be hosting a debate on whether or not the World Trade Center buildings were brought down by controlled demolition. Richard Gage from Architects and Engineers for 9-11 will be uh, on the phone. And Ron Craig, an expert, a highly trained, highly educated expert in the field of explosives and uh, demolition. He is a a Hollywood uh, special effects uh, stunt coordinator, I guess. He's basically the one that's responsible for blowing up things on the set. So uh, he obviously will be taking the counter position. He does not be- believe the uh, the World Trade Center towers were brought down by controlled demolition. Richard Gage has been uh, arguing vehemently for quite some time that they that they are. So we'll uh, we'll bring that debate for you next Sunday at eleven o'clock for the full two hours. There will be a phone in segment probably towards the tail end. So uh, please mark that one down, not to be missed. Uh, tonight's show, as I said, will be uh, entirely dedicated to this um, this regression to determine whether Paul was uh, the victim of an alien abduction. What we'll do is, after about an hour of the uh, the actual regression, we'll uh, we'll bring him back and uh, out of his regression, out of his hypnotic state, and both he and Deborah Sky will join me in studio for a debriefing, if you will, and uh, we'll open up the phone lines at that time. But when we come back. Just sit tight, stay close to the radio, and try to soak in what you're about to hear. My name is Richard Serrett. The owners of the system are asleep. Now we can play. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio, AM 740. All right, I am told we are ready in the other studio. Uh, Dan, you gave me the thumbs up, uh, and uh, let's, uh, can we listen in a little bit, uh, Dan, to what's going on in the other room? This is uh, Deborah Skye and, uh, and Paul undergoing a regression. There's something around the bed. Okay, what does it feel like? A presence. Okay, and are you alone? No, I'm not alone. You're not alone? I'm alone. And I see the presence of things. Okay. And how does it make you feel? Scared. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. And as you you sit there and you feel this presence around you, how do you see it? Or do you just feel it? I almost feel or see the shadow man. And the shadow man, how big is he or how small? He's stooping behind the bed. Hmm. And his presence, do you feel that he's um, kind and loving, or how does his energy feel to you? He's just watching. Then what are you doing? I know he's there, just afraid he's there. Okay, why are you afraid? Because I don't know who he is. Okay, does he tell you who he is? No, he just sits, just watches. Okay. And what happens? I mean, how long does he sit there, and how long do you observe him watching you? He's just always watching. Okay. There's something going on. What is going on? What's he doing? What are you doing? I'm afraid there's 
There's other things around. Okay. Now I want you to just open up your senses and be available to clearly see what's around you. And as you do, you're just going to observe. And now you're doing that. Deborah, could, Deborah, could I interject here? Can you hear me all right in there? Yes, I can. What, where have you taken him? What, what year is it and where is, is there Paul? Is, there is something else. Okay. 1963. He's four years old. He's lying in his bed at his parents' house and his home. And what else do you see? I see these creatures different than the shadow man. And what color are they? They look whitish. Okay. And how tall are they? They look taller than me. Okay, and how tall are you? You're four years old now? I'm four. Okay. I'm short. Okay. So a little bit bigger or very large? A bit bigger. A little bit bigger? Okay. Are they heavy or are they they tiny like your frame? What do they look like? They, they look curious. They, they look, uh, I don't know, they just look curious. Okay. They're bobbing around. Okay, and, and what are they doing as they move around? They're looking at me, too. Okay. Now, are they looking at you differently than the shadow man? Yes. They move around. The shadow man stays, stays there and watches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does he feel afraid at this point? And how are you how are you experiencing this as you watch them around you? I'm afraid. You're afraid? Okay, and, and do you try to get up? Do you try to move and, and do anything like that? Or are you just sitting in I'm just staying in the bed. Okay. And why do you do that? I don't know. Okay. Is he paralyzed? Is he able to move? Can he call out? And are you able to move? Are you able to call out or do you just No. No? No, they're just there. Okay. And does this happen often? It feels like it does. Mm-hmm. So when this happens or when this is going on, particularly in this moment, you just sit and observe them observing you? Yes. Okay. So you're inquiring into them as much as they're inquiring to you at the same time, or is it different? Tell me about it. I want to know who they are. Okay. Why are they around my bed? And do they answer that when you think those thoughts? They're here to see me. And why are they here to see you? They're curious. Okay. And why are they curious? They want to know something about me. Okay. And why is it you think they want to know something about you? Are you receiving this through your mind? Are you receiving it just through energy? They just look at me. They keep staring. Okay. So can we confirm they're communicating with Paul telepathically? Now, when, they, when they're standing around and you're feeling that they, they're there for you, now do you receive that as they watch you? Are you looking at that and experiencing it through your mind? Do you hear them, or is it just something that you're experiencing in the moment? I'm experiencing at that moment. Okay. Let me just recap. If you're just There's, joining us, Deborah Sky is a just past life regression therapist in studio. Around. As well, Paul, our uh, subject, least, is, uh, has been regressed to his childhood back in, I believe it was 1963, to his parents' home. He's four years old. He's under hypnosis, keep in mind. And he is surrounded by what he describes as what appear to be small white aliens. 
communicating telepathically. But further, there is another presence in the room. He is described as a shadow person, I believe. Let's listen in. And now you say there's three or four plus the shadow man? Yes, the shadow man. Okay. He's always watching. Now, is he only there when you go to bed, or is he there throughout other times? He sometimes is there out by himself. Okay. And is it in your room when you're alone, or is it at other times do you experience him? Only in my room. Okay. When I go to bed. Now, how does this make you feel when you're going to bed? Do you wait for him, or do you know that he's already there? I just know he's there. Okay. Now, how long does this go on for? It feels like he's there almost the whole night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does he try to call out to his parents? Now, at any point, do you try to sit up or, or call out to your mom and dad? No, I'm too afraid to. You're too afraid to? So do you move? Do you look up at, at the shadow man? Do you look at the other beings that are sitting around you or watching you? I see them, but yeah. I... I don't talk to them. I know they're there. Okay. They're looking at me. I'm looking at them. I feel afraid. Okay. Have they made any threatening gestures? Now, while they're there watching you, do they do they reach towards you? Do they do anything that is implying that they're going to come closer to you? They touch me. Okay, where do they touch you? All over. And why do they do that? They're curious. About what? To touch me. Okay, are they curious to see what you feel like or how you react to the touch? How I react. Absolutely, so... All right, we'll step away uh, as uh, the regression continues. Paul, our subject, under hypnosis, reliving what is starting to sound like an actual alien encounter. Aged four, 1963, his parents' home, Deborah Skye, our certified past-life regression therapist in studio... I hope you'll stay with us. My name is Richard Serrett. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. So, let's just go back to the moment where you feel that they're touching you more, okay? And you're there now. And you see that they've got their hands around you and they're taking you? Yes. And where are they taking you? Just walking together down the hall. Okay, and why are they taking you? I don't know. And how does it make you feel? Welcome back. I'm afraid. Okay. You're listening to a uh, regression live on the air. And Paul is under hypnosis, reliving what may be an alien abduction. Deborah Skye is our certified regression, regression therapist. Now, what do they do when you're walking with you? Uh, this could get traumatic, but he's in good hands. Just walking. And I looked at this. I just get to look in the face. Okay. That scared me. Deborah, Sky, if I could get you to just back up here. Uh, during the break, uh, he was uh, still reliving this. Close to the face. Tell us what's going on here. This one's holding me. Okay. Um, Paul is experiencing. They have put their hands around him, and they're now walking him uh, gently out into the hallway, and he sees his parents' room. And they're walking down the hallway. And at one point he said, I asked him why. Um, why are they taking him? And they, he interpreted it as that they like him and they want to learn more. So we're walking down the hallway with them right now. These are short, white uh, humanoids, he described. Yes. And uh, do we have a number of the, how many uh, yet? There's three or four plus the shadow man. 
Is he floating down the hall? Is he walking of his own volition? No. They're, they're actually carrying him in the air. They're carrying him in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay, Paul, so as they carry you in the air, which, where's the destination? Where do they bring you? I don't know. I just... I'm just afraid when I looked at his face. Okay, and who did you look at? I looked at a... a face that's hideous. It's, it's a creature. Okay, what does this creature look like? And you're just going to observe, okay? So you can just observe it. Just experience it through the observation. Go ahead. What does it look like? It's got big eyes. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing clothes. Okay. No hair. Okay. Whitish, grayish. Large head. Mm-hmm. Very big head. But the eyes, they're, they're piercing right through me. Okay, so when you look at this being and you look into its eyes, you feel like it's looking right into you? Right through me. Right through you. And what do you do when you experience that, looking at it? I want to scream. And do you? I can't. You can't? No. Okay, why not? Because I can't. Okay. I can't move. Okay, you're just observing this, okay? It's just my eyes. Okay. And you're in a calm, peaceful state. Savior. Now, where do they end up bringing you? Because you're in the hallway in your house. And as you go through, where do you end up going? We're walking towards the back. You're walking towards the backyard in the house. Okay. The bathroom. Okay. And from the bathroom, where do you go from there? I don't see. Okay. I want you to have full conscious memory of this. You're conscious now of it. I want you to be aware and awake in the moment. From the bathroom, the back of the house, I want you now to perceive what happens next. And where do you go from there? I don't know. Okay. I'm somewhere else. Yes. Okay. How does it feel here? Different. Yes. I want you to explain to me exactly how you feel in this space. It looks different and round. Okay. And while you're there, what do you perceive around you besides the round space? Is the air different? Is the energy of the space? What color is the room? It's mushroom color. Okay. Very good. And tell me about the texture of the space you're in. It looks soft. Mm-hmm. Are there any odors? It looks soft and not so bright, just dim. Okay. Now, do you smell anything distinct here? No. Mm-hmm. I can't smell right now. Mm-hmm. Is he lying down? Is he standing up, see. sitting? And are you lying down? Are you sitting up? What are you doing? I see other beings mm-hmm. that are different. Okay, what do these beings look like? Snowmen. Mm. They're snowmen. So very round and white. Yes, mm. round heads. Round heads. Their eyes look rounder. Okay. They don't look like the other ones. So how do you react to them? Still afraid. Okay. 
So you're still reacting emotionally, energetically to them in a manner that's keeping you kind of stiff? Yes. Okay. Now, are you lying down or sitting up or standing or what are you doing? One is holding me. And how is this one holding you? Like a child, like a baby. Okay. And what does this one being do with you? Do, do you look at it? I looked at his head. And? Not his face. Okay. His head looked at me. He looked from my head to my toe, moving his head. Oh, okay. So he's just observing you? Yes. And how does that, how does that make you feel? I'm afraid. Okay. Does he I don't know where I am. Okay. Does he suspect he might be aboard a craft of some sort? Now, you said that the energy here is very different, and you feel like you're in some other place. And as you look around and you see these, be- these beings and you see the construction of the environment you're in, where would you say you are? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can't I, conceive where you are? No. Okay. I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Deborah, can I get you just to put him in kind of a holding pattern just so he's relaxed here? Mm-hmm. Because I want to uh, uh, just uh, say a few things. Okay. Uh, first of all, for, for you listening, I, uh, I, I can't describe what I'm seeing uh, uh, to you in a way that's going to convince you that what you're hearing is legitimate. All I can do is give you uh, my word that our subject, Paul, is definitely under. He's in a very relaxed state. He's, I don't know if I'm using the right uh, lingo here, but uh, he he seems to be in a a complete hypnotic state here. Um, And so what you're hearing is not contrived. There's no fakery here. Deborah Skye is a highly trained, uh, certified regression therapist. And it sounds to me like Paul is reliving an alien abduction uh, from his childhood, age four. You can hear his heavy breathing. They're in a, uh, an adjacent studio to me. Now, Deborah Skye, let me ask you this. If at some point this experience that he's reliving now gets overly traumatic, uh, because we know uh, anecdotally what has happened during alien abductions uh, is is there some sort of a, um, a, a methodology here if it gets too traumatic could, could some serious harm come to our subject I mean no um, I'm following Paul all the way along I see Phil and hear everything he does so I can actually follow the um, where he's going what he's doing and who he's and what's in the environment so I'm very much aware of the space he's in. I guess what I'm asking is if things get real ugly during this regression uh, and he experiences something that is so overwhelming, um, I mean, we need obviously to take every precaution to make yeah. sure that, that uh, he doesn't suffer any yeah, uh, he damage here. No, he won't. It, it, it'll, the experience is something he's, he wants to go through, for one thing, to have uh, confirmation. And so he's already agreed upon to that. And another thing is the methods in which I use will allow him to really feel in a place where he's safe at all times. All right. We'll, uh, we'll step away here for just a moment. Stay with us uh, back on the other side as we relive together Paul's alien abduction experience. Don't go away. 
In a democracy, we elect officials so we can sleep at night. So why are you up? 416-360-0740 or toll-free in Ontario, 1-866-740-4740. Just hold on to those uh, numbers uh, before you dial because um, we will offer you an opportunity to call in and, uh, and react to what you're hearing live on the air. And what you're hearing is a, um, a gentleman named Paul undergoing a regression, a hypnotic regression, reliving a particular night, a harrowing night back in 1963, aged four. It's sounding an awful lot like an alien abduction. Let's listen in. They throw me to each other, but when I'm flying to them, like in the throw, I feel like weightless. Okay, so you feel weightless, and there's now six or seven of them? Six or seven, five, they're in a circle. They're in a circle, and they're throwing you around in the circle, and you're saying you feel weightless. Yes. Hmm. And why do you think they're doing that? They're playing a game. They're looking at me. They're each, each wants to hold me. Okay. So they want to hold you. Yes. And why do you think they want to hold you? They like me. Okay. And that you, when they hold you and you're recognizing that they like you, do you change your energy or do you still have this fearful energy with them? What is it? I'm afraid that they're going to drop me and they throw me. Okay. Because I don't know where I am. Okay. And as you recognize, as they throw you, it's just very light. Yes, my my legs are wiggling. Okay. Because I'm afraid they're going to put me on the floor. Okay. They're going to drop me. Okay. Now, I want to ask you, at any point, do you ask any of them any questions? Where am I? Good. Who did you talk to? All of them. And what did they say? They're not telling me. They're they're laughing. There's, okay. They're laughing. Okay. They're not laughing. There's 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 humor. Okay. They're, I can't see them smiling, but they're, they're they're joking around with me. Okay. Now, what else happens here on this in this place where you are with all these beings? They've thrown you around for a while in this this space that seems to make you float, and they've inquired in you, and they've. They've got your, their hands around you, and they're holding you. When they do, you know that they like you. What else happens here, if anything? I don't know. What continues here? How long are you there for? I don't know. Okay. Not long. No? No. And then what happens after you've... you've Complete it there. What happens? I get back to my bed. And does anything happen after they throw you around for a while? A light. Mm-hmm. And what, what is this light? It's a bright white light. Tell me about this light. Where is it? It's far away. Okay. It's dark where I am. Okay. Very dark. Okay. 
I don't know where I am. It's okay. I'm just going to observe the experience. This light, Deborah, this light appears before he's back in his bed or after? And this light appears before you're in your bed or afterwards? I don't know where I am. I see it afterwards. Okay. And where does it come from? In front of you, behind you, above you, to the left or the right? In front of me. In front of you. Small, big. Small. Yes. Very good. Very bright. Mm-hmm. And is it at your chin? Is it at your heart? Is it at your forehead? What angle? It looks like it's straight ahead. Mm-hmm. It's moving back and forth like a pendulum. And now are you standing up or lying down? I feel like I'm lying down. And where are you? I don't know. Okay. I want you to experience the space you're in right now. Is it familiar to you? No. And is it like where you were before with the other beings? No. It's somewhere different than that space? Somewhere different. And how does it feel here? No light anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's all dark. And you're lying down. What does this surface feel like? Comfortable. Okay. Now, are you touching anything or are you just lying there? I'm just laying there looking at the light. Okay. And what are you wearing? I don't know. Okay. I want you to now perceive what you're wearing. What are you wearing? Pajamas. Okay. What color are they? White. Okay. Are they the same pajamas you came in with from your bedroom? Yes. Okay, good. And what kind of texture are they? Cotton. Good. Very good. Okay. Now you have this light in front of you. It's directly in front of you. What does this light do? Does it communicate? Does it move? Does it do something? It moves closer. Okay. And as it does, what does it do? It gets bigger. Okay. It gets brighter. Okay. I can hear a sound. And what is that sound? It's a strange sound. Is it, um, is it a pitch? Is it a rumbling? Tell me the velocity of the sound. Okay, good. Okay, very good. I can hear it as it gets closer. Okay. It looks like a comet. Okay. It's getting brighter. And what happens? It goes over around me. Okay. It's it's all around me now. It's crushing against me. Okay, so it has energy to it. It has something. It's hurting me. Okay. Now I want you to just observe this experience and understand what's taking place. <clears throat> What do you gather from this? I don't know. Okay. How long do you stay there? Minutes. Mm-hmm. Minutes watching. Deborah Sky, uh, not it's to pl- so not to plant ideas, but is he being poked, prodded? Is this an examination? Because it's hurting my chest. Okay, it's hurting your chest. It's crushing my chest. Okay, I want you to stop right there. I want you to somehow look around the room, and I know you say it's very dark in there. I want you to understand or experience any other energy in that room, if there is any. Or is it just this light? Describe to me what you see in this room or experience beyond the light. Darkness. Okay. 
So you can't feel any other presences? No. Okay. Except this light. Yes. And it has a pressure on your chest. Yes. Now, can you understand what the light is doing to your chest? It's pushing against me. Okay. Do you know why? I don't know why. It just came right up to me. Okay. And what, what happens as it goes against your chest? It feels like it's pushing against me. Okay. Going through me. Okay. Now as it goes through you, does it feel like it's puncturing any part of your body? Or is it just moving through you? It's moving through me. Okay. And how does that feel as the light moves through you? Scary. Okay. Tell me which part and where is it on your chest? It's right on my chest. Mm -hmm. It's hard, heavy. Okay, the right or the left side of your chest? The whole chest. Okay, so it spans the whole way across your chest? Yes. Okay, why do you think they're doing this? Or whoever it is? I don't know. Okay. I'm, I don't know what it is. I'm screaming. Okay. Now, can you understand from this place what it is that this light wants? Or is probing into to understand more about you? What is it? Do you ever come to know? Through other dream spaces, through other times? I honestly don't know. Okay. Are there any other... It just came. Okay. Any other procedures or any other things that happen to him while he's in this room? No. Beyond the light, is there anything else that happens to your physical body while you're in this space or to your emotions or mind? I'm relaxed, watching okay. it. Okay. I don't know where I am. Okay. There's no light anywhere else but the light. Okay. And what happens after this? I'm screaming. And when you scream and you're making a noise? I'm screaming for my mom and dad. Okay. Now, do you go to your mom and dad after that? I wake up screaming in my bed. Okay. Now, I want you to just pause here for a moment. How did you get from that place? That space that's dark with the light? To your bed. Did anything happen in between there? Remember they brought you from your bed to another place. How did you arrive back into your home in your bed? And you're there now. I don't know. Okay. Is it now morning? What time is it now? It's late. It's still dark. It's still dark. I'm screaming. Okay. And when you scream, what happens? My parents come in. Okay. And what happens when they see you screaming? My dad's worried. Okay. Why is he so worried? He wants me to go to the hospital. Why? Because he wants, he says something's wrong. He senses something's wrong? Yes. And what about your mom? She says I have a bad fever. Okay. And do you physically have a bad fever? I mean, is that why she's saying that? Or is it because there's other, other obvious reasons for that? Other obvious reasons. And what is that? 
I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Very afraid. Okay. Are there any marks on his? Was. Are there any marks on his body? Okay. Any marks on his body? Now, when you sit there and you scream for your mom and dad, they come in. Do you sit up? Do you stay lying down? Do you touch parts of your body? Tell me what you do. I lay down. Okay. I'm crying. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm crying to the side, my mm. pillow. Okay. Now, I've, I want you to just scan your body. Is there anything different on your body than there was when you went to sleep? I'm hotter. Okay. Anything else? Do you check any parts of your body because of what you experienced there? No. Okay. I was too afraid. Okay. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Conspiracy Show. Here on AM740 Zoomer Radio, my name is Richard Serrett. You're listening to Paul, our uh, subject tonight, undergoing a, uh, a regression taken back to childhood, 1963. He is four, and it sounds as if he has just experienced an alien abduction. Deborah Skye is a registered or certified past life regression therapist. Okay. Cool me down. Okay. I don't see my dad anymore. No. She tries to calm me down. Okay, what happens? I can't calm down. Okay. I'm still crying. And do you tell your mom and dad about what you just experienced? I try, I can't. Why not? Because it's hard to explain. Okay. And what do you end up calling these experiences? Because there was more than one, wasn't there? Yes. A mummy dream. And why do you call it the mummy dream? I don't know. It's the mummies. You, you call them the mummies? Yes. And I'd like to go to next time that you have an experience. Okay? Hmm. You're there now. How old are you? Still four. Mm-hmm. And is it a long time after the experience, or is it close? It's close. How many days or weeks? It almost feels like every day. Mm. They're like in the house. Okay. They're playing games. Is this through the day or the night? In the night. And you only see them at night? I only see them at night. Hmm. Is the shadow person still uh, present? Now, when you go into your room, is the shadow person still there? He's always around. Now, do you end up not sleeping in your room because... Knowing that, you know, when you go into your room that this is going to happen, or do you just not think about it? I don't think about it. Hmm. I give my prayers when I go to bed. Hmm. So tell me what happens. They play around in your room. How do they play? They want to chase me in the house. They like a game. Okay. And do you? I'm running away from them. And this, what time of night is this? It's late, but it feels like it might be daytime. Are these still the mm. small white aliens, or are these the snowmen he described it's earlier? When I'm in bed, but I'm up running around. Okay. So does it somehow feel like you're in two places at once? Yes. That's what it sounds like. Yes. Sounds like you're experiencing two times. Now these beings that, you, that are playing... Are they the small little white people? Or? Yes. 
Okay. They're Beans. shorter. They're shorter? No, I like the two that took me. Okay. How many fingers? Can you tell us how many fingers on each hand? Now, you said that their eyes were pretty big and their skin was cloudy and whitey. Now, what about their mouths? You said they didn't smile. No. But you knew there was humor there. Yes. Now, I want you to just look down to the side of their hands. Do they have hands? Tell me what they look like. They don't have hands. No? No, they're different. Okay, what do they look like? They don't look like hands. Okay, describe them to me. If they could be an animal, what kind of animal would they be? I don't know an animal. No? They're scary. Are they? They have long fingers. Mm-hmm. They just three, four. They don't have five. Okay. They just, it's their eyes that scare me. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that? Why do you feel that? Because they, they make me not move. Mm-hmm. They can do that. Mm, the eyes can do that, can they? Again, any attempt for communi- at communication, telepathically or otherwise. Now, as they continue to play with you, and you're saying that it's every day, do you begin to hear them talk to you, or do you talk to them and they understand? If rather through verbal or mental communication? Mental. Mental. And what do you say or what do they say? I'll be your friend. Okay. And you say that to them? I want to be their friend too. Oh, they say that to you? They want to be your friend? Yes. Okay. And who says that to you? They all do. Okay. And and you agree to that or do you... What do you say? No. I don't know. Okay. I don't want them around. No? And... They scare me. Yeah. And what do you say when... You know, how do they react to that when you say that to them, that you don't want to be their friends because they scare you? They're not happy. No. And what happens? They keep coming. Yeah. Do they take him aboard? They keep coming. Or take him to this other place they each and every time? And when they come, do they just sit in your room with you, or do they, again, bring you somewhere like they did that time? They're always standing around, okay. looking at me. Okay. Just like the shadow person. Yeah. He's always there. Okay. And at any time, do they... Um, bring you in another location at all? No, it seems to always be in the house now. Mm-hmm. Does he ever encounter that bright white light again? And what about that bright light that you experienced? Do you ever experience that again? No. Hmm. Just once. Okay. And I just want to ask about how long do they end up staying with you and being in that room with you and that whole place? A couple hours, half the night. Half the night. And this is on and off, or is it every day? I mean... On and off. Yeah? All right, we'll take a time out. And uh, I suspect as we approach the top of the hour, which is uh, 12 midnight Eastern, 
We'll wrap up this regression. We'll bring Paul to and have Deborah Sky and Paul join me in studio. We'll do a debriefing and open up the lines, but a few more minutes remain in the regression. Stay with us as we attempt to explore Paul's reliving of an actual alien abduction live on the air here on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. And in just a few moments, I'm going to open up the lines, make them available to you, and allow uh, you to, uh, to weigh in on what you're hearing. Do you think what you're hearing is a man reliving an actual alien abduction? Uh, you'll uh, decide. But uh, for now, Deborah Sky, our past life regression therapist, continues to speak with our subject, Paul. He is in a hypnotic state. And uh, it sounds like he's relived this experience with these entities in his room on and off throughout his, uh, his childhood. Let's uh, listen some more. After a couple of years, a few years. After a couple of years, they stopped coming to see you? Yes. And why do you think they stopped seeing you? I don't know. I'm getting bigger. You're getting bigger? Yes. And throughout the years that they're, that they're in your room and being with you in the shadow man. And you said you didn't like it too much because you, you felt fearful with them. As you get a little bit older and you spend more time with them, do you develop a communication with them? Are you able to speak to them telepathically? I want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Don't bother me. Mm-hmm. But they're there. They keep coming. Yeah. They always like to check in. Hmm. Why do you think that is? They just want to come and play. Hmm. I want you to just turn to the shadow man. You don't have to look at him. Just turn to him and telepathically ask him, why is he there? He's watching over me. He's watching over you? Yes. Why is he watching over you? I think he wants to see that everything's okay. Everything's okay with what? With the other beings? Yes. So he's kind of like the boss or like the parent or how would you describe it? He's overlooking something. Okay. Where does he come from? Where does he come from? He sees everything. He keeps quiet. Okay. And where does he come from? I don't know. I want you to ask him, and he's going to tell you. Where does he come from? And try and pronounce anything that comes up. He comes... From darkness. Mm-hmm. Can he ask any of the other entities, these white, small aliens, where do they come from? Who are you? And if he's overseeing you, does it feel like at some like some level he's protecting you? Or you don't feel that? Maybe. And what about the other beings? Where do they come from? Do they come from the same place as the Shadow Man? No. 
Hmm. They don't. No. They're different. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of sensing that the shadow man is like, feels like a parent and the other ones are more like children because they're playing all the time, aren't they? Yes. And the shadow man just watches and observes and makes sure that you're okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you ask these other beings directly? Where do they come from? I want you to just speak to one of the beings, the white beings, one of them where you have more of a direct communication with, more friendly. And I want you to ask that person, that being, where does it come from? Another place. Mm-hmm. And what other place would that be? Not from here. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to ask again. And ask, where do you come from? What is it called? And what does he say? I don't know. I'm asking. And he's not giving information, or it's not giving information? You won't speak? No. Hmm. Do any of them tell you? What happens when you ask them? They don't seem to want to tell me. No? How do they do? How do they react to that? They just ignore me. Hmm. What about the shadow man? The shadow man is more quiet. Mm hmm. Now, at any point throughout these years, do any other kind of beings come in? You were talking about the snowmen, how they changed. The snowmen change. Mm-hmm. They're not snowmen. Yeah, they first perceived to be. Yes. And then they changed, didn't they? They changed. Mm-hmm. Their heads were bigger. Yeah. Not so round. Yeah. Do you see them any- anymore? They're almost like the guys that are around my bed. Mm-hmm. And how do they almost like? What's different about them? They're shorter. They have shorter, big heads. Mm. They're not so round. Not like the tall ones. Okay, now do they come from the same place? The tall ones? Mm-hmm. They shorten the taller ones. Do they yes. come from the same place? I think they do. Okay, good. Now, is there any other time that you go back on to that place where they were, you know, playing with you in the circle and in that place where you felt like you could just fly and float in the air? Do you ever return there? I only remember once. Okay, you only remember once. Deborah Sky, um, can we... Unless there's anything else specifically you'd like to ask him, bring him out. We'll uh, we'll step away when we come back. I may we'll have been uh, there before. bring the both of you in here and do a debriefing. Now, is there anything that they say to you at any point of why these experiences are happening to you? They're not telling me. Okay. All right, we'll um, just having fun. We'll bring Paul back from his uh, childhood, 1963. On the other side, we'll invite you to the phones as well. 
And you can weigh in on what you've just heard. Deborah Skye and uh, Paul will join me in studio in moments. We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. We're all you know. You're beginning to believe the illusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to think that the tube is reality and that your own lives are unreal. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You ate like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. You even think like the tube. This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. Don't turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Brainwashed in our childhood. Brainwashed by the school. Brainwashed by our teachers. And brainwashed by all the rules. Brainwashed by our leaders. By our kings and queens. Brainwashed in the open and brainwashed behind the scenes. Live from Toronto, Canada. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And uh, to our uh, subject, Paul, who has uh, just barely made it into the studio under his own power. He's a little uh, shaky on his pins, as they say. Uh, Paul, how are you feeling? Take a deep breath and... Uh... <sighs> Better, Richard, thanks. Well, welcome back, first of all. <sighs> It's nice to be back. Do and uh, let's also welcome uh, Deborah Sky, uh, our certified past life regression therapist. Uh, Deborah Sky, welcome once again, and thank you. Thank you, Richard and Paul. How are you doing? It's going to take a couple of minutes to get you fully um, back in the space. Okay. Wow. Just drink some water. Wow. You've been out. Uh, can I say that word out? I mean, for about um, an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You can say that. <laughs> Regressed yeah. inside. <laughs> right. It, yeah. Can I say that he has been in a hypnotic state for an hour? Yes. One hour? Do you, how, 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 in terms of the time that has elapsed, how do you feel? More 15 time? minutes. 15 minutes? Yeah. Do you have any memory of what you said or what, what, what transpired in the last yes, hour? Yes, some I do. Most of it, yes. Most of it. Yes. And um, as you're, you were he- hearing yourself, you're, you're remembering now, as you're hearing yourself uh, respond to Deborah Sky's questions about what happened back in, was it 1963? Yes. Does that, does that ring true or does it come as a shock to you or does it sound like all of the pieces now are fitting together for you? It, it rings true and it does seem like they're starting to come together of the shadow person. Who's that? There's also something else there that I don't remember. And is this the first time you're real? I mean, you have memories. Uh, you call them your mummy dreams. Yes. Uh, you have memories of those mummy dreams, but I'm guessing nothing quite like what you've just experienced. No, not like the shadow. Who's the shadow guy? Um, as I was just saying, um, he felt very much some. Well, I'm just going to say a protector. He felt like he he, he was there to watch and, and protect the space of what was going on. Um, and because the energy is very different, you know, that's why he was saying that he's, he's just there always hovering, watching him and staring at him and not understanding what's going on. But then as we went through it, 
he spoke a couple of times, and you can even hear in his voice and his tone <clears throat> saying, "Oh, the shadow man's there, and he's he's there." So you can see that they developed some kind of energy, right, sensory right. to each other. I'm wondering if there's anyone else out there listening tonight who uh, believes that they have been abducted. Whether there's anything that you heard uh, tonight from Paul, our uh, our subject, our guest, that uh, that sounds familiar about this experience. Now, I mentioned uh, on the air uh, while you were undergoing this, Paul. I mentioned. Uh, uh, I, we, you know, I asked Deborah Sky to ask you, were you taken aboard a craft? Uh, I also mentioned aliens. Now, these are my words. At no point uh, during your regression did you use words like aliens or UFO mm-hmm. or after reliving this, how do you feel about what, what this was? Was this an alien abduction? Were these, was this some, some sort of a paranormal experience? Were these, were these ghosts? Were these... Uh, some sort of uh, specters or or does it feel like this was an alien encounter? Yes, it feels like an alien encounter. It feels like they were there and then they took me somewhere. They took me somewhere that I've never seen before. Uh, I didn't see lights, but yet there was a, a lit type of room that was to me looking cornless. I don't recall seeing furniture. They just seem to be in a circle. And you mentioned this this ominous uh, bright light that came ever closer, and finally uh, it it, um, it was almost consuming you or, or penetrating you. Yes. Um, how do you feel about that? Uh, any any insights as to what, what might have been going on there? Do you think you were being examined? Let me just ask you right out. It sounds like yes, because they were throwing me around to each, each other. They were looking at me, uh, and they were curious of me. They just seemed to have a strong curiosity for me. Uh, not just one, but like five, seven of these things. Each and every one of them wanted to look at me, wanted to know about me before something. And, and this all happened before this light. And uh, it sounds like this happened again and again and again uh, when you were age four. Uh so we have no handle on how many times. It could have been three times. It could have been 100 times. Yeah, it was a lot. You got the sense Deborah Sky was oh, yeah. a lot. It was a lot. They, they came around a lot. And as he was saying that as he grew older till about six years old, that's when they started slowing down and not coming to see him as often. Uh, Deborah Sky, you've been uh, on my program, I believe this is the fifth time. Mm-hmm. The previous four times, you've done past life regressions. Have you yes. ever done anything like this? Um, I have. And uh, I also go to future progressions, uh, parallel and simultaneous. So there's a a vast range of uh, traveling that we can do. And a lot of people do get to experience um, unconscious experiences that have happened when they were children or that, you know, have happened throughout their lives. They, They have a breakthrough or an experience that they just really can't understand. They do a regression and they find out that something has happened through a connection rather through an, an alien experience or a spiritual experience. Let's open up the lines and, and, uh, and, and see, test the waters, as they say. See how people feel about what they've just heard. 416-360-0740. 416-360-0740. And toll-free from just about anywhere. 866 740 
740-4740. Whether or not you're a believer in uh, UFOs, aliens, ETs, whatever you want to call them, or the alien abduction phenomena, I'd like to know what you were thinking as you heard uh, Paul undergo this regression. Now, while we're waiting for the calls, again, just to recap here, this was your age four. This is 1963? 63. Yes. Did we have a more specific date, a time frame? Um, no, we didn't go to the month or the day. No. I could have, but we just kept it at 63. Okay. Yeah. Paul, do you have any recollections that later in life uh, discussing this with your parents? First of all, are your parents still alive? Uh, my mother is still alive. And does she have memories of, have you talked to her about this? I have. And and what does she tell you about about uh, these episodes back in 63? Nightmares. She just remembers them as nightmares. They just had bad nightmares. That's, uh, and of course, when I talk about abduction, she says, you are not abducted. She gets very angry about it. She does. Yeah, overly angry. So why do you think, after uh, undergoing this regression, that these weren't anything more than nightmares? Well, uh, they just seemed to be a continuum of uh, nightmares. It wasn't one nightmare. It seemed to be always happening, uh, probably for a couple of years on and off. But people do have recurring nightmares time and time again. Well, uh, is it possible? Let me ask you this way. Is it possible that these were simply nightmares? Or are you convinced, as certain as you are sitting here now, that there were actual ETs present in your room and at least on one occasion they took you to their craft? Today, to what I've seen in my adulthood of... Uh, aerial anomalies and paranormal experiences on the ground. Yes, I do believe I was taken. All right, listen, when we come back, we'll um, discuss a little bit of the of the history, Paul, of what happened uh, or what has happened to you uh, since 1963 into your adult life and your experiences with uh, UFOs. And uh, again, we open up the lines and make them available to you. Questions, comments, my Lord, you must have some. 416 360 toll-free from just about anywhere, including out there, 866-744-740. And uh, get on up to the website, www.richardserrett.com. Let me spell the last name. People have trouble. Uh, S as in Simon, Y-R-E-T-T, richardserrett.com. And uh, you can also check out theconspiracyshow.com. The the, the first uh, website, richardserrett.com, will tell you what's coming up on the show, what previous shows you've missed, how to access past show uh, audio archives, and uh, there's a secret document uh, section, uh, a book and DVD club, on and on it goes. Lots there for you. You can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter if you so are inclined. All right. Uh, Deborah Sky is uh, with us. Soultherapy.ca. www.soultherapy.ca is her website. If you're interested in perhaps experiencing something like Paul just underwent, uh, whether it's a past life you'd like to explore or you'd like to be regressed uh, back to a particular day in your life as Paul was to his childhood, four years old, 1963. And I think I'm safe in saying this. Tonight, Paul, we have confirmed live on the air, uh, as far as you're concerned, that you were in fact abducted by aliens uh, on one occasion and visited by them on numerous, numerous occasions. Is that fair? Yes. 
That's, All right. That's the feeling I'm getting uh, quite strongly. Uh, you know, when you go back to that, to what Deborah Sky has done for me, it's it's a little more detailed. And the shadow guy, he was always there. Always there. He was like overlooking stuff. But I don't know who he is. All right, let's uh, go to the phones and uh, let's say hello to, uh, now I'm going to do my best with his name, is it Nedlyko in North York? Yes, hello. Nedlyko, welcome, good morning. Yeah, hello. Uh, do you remember, uh, are you the uh, guy? You're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're addressing Paul. Uh, Paul is oh. the, uh, the subject here. Yeah, okay. Do you remember any uh, anything they stick inside your body, like ice cold, uh, ice colds, like really cold? N- uh, not uh, you don't feel a pain, but uh, just the ice cold. I felt just the crushing sensation of this light against my chest. It overwhelmed me. It was all around me. This light, the way it felt, that it was pushing against my chest. And it was a crushing sense into the chest. Nedeliko, yeah, like, why do you ask that very detailed, specific question? Are you suspecting, perhaps, that you were abducted? Oh, I know. I'm, I'm, I know for sure. I remember my second one. I remember first one. Uh, uh, that was also in the early sixties. How old? The oh. second one was in Nevada, in the eighties. And how old were you during your first abduction? Eleven, I think. Eleven. I think it was a sixty before Kennedy assassination. I remember that. All right, and you remember the you remember these cold instruments probing you? Yes, it's like ice. Even they look like icicles, you know. All right. It's clear, no no color. And when they go inside the body, it's just ice cold, like a knife. Nedeliko, you heard Paul describe these uh, these entities, aliens, if you will, in his room. Does any of that sound familiar? Uh, yes, but uh, different uh, different type. It's like uh, my that would be my third one. Uh, the being is like uh, fluorescent lights, like uh, Arms, uh, legs, the whole body like a human, but uh, it's like a skeleton of light. All right. Now, Liko, I hope you'll call again and share more when we have more time, but thank you. That... uh that uh, took a lot of courage to call. Thank you. I appreciate that. Nedeliko in North York. Uh, uh, Paul, how did this... Uh, I mean, after 1963 and you... Uh, I mean, take us from there to here uh, in, in giant leaps and bounds, if you can. I mean, how did this affect you, again, at that point, not having real genuine memories of, of, of the abduction, but when did you start to suspect that uh, you were, in fact, uh, abducted? Um, <clears throat> after uh, my ninth sighting on August 3rd, 2002 at camp, I signaled... Sighting? Yes, UFO sighting. a UFO sighting. 2.30 in the morning. Uh, I was asleep in the chair at camp, and 
I woke up groggily uh, to go to bed and I was putting stuff in the car and I looked up and I saw a light going across the sky and I thought right away jet. I went to the other side of the car and put the rest of the stuff in the car, closed the door and looked up at the light and there was another one trailing it. I ran over to my picnic table and grabbed my flashlight and flashed the closest one to me three times and I flashed the further one that was leading three, four times the same. And then I did a circle three, four times around both of the white lights as they're going across. And I'm watching them going across in unison, falling one after the other, probably a few hundred yards apart to at least a quarter of a mile, if that. They were very high, so it's very hard to judge their distance. But as they got over Lake Ontario, uh, they both uh, redirected. They didn't turn. They just redirected to the west as like one craft. And I, like, my hair was standing up the back of my neck, like, what the heck? But that was your ninth sighting? That was my ninth sighting. So why did this one make your the hackles on your neck stand up? Uh, well, uh, besides that going on, uh, my I noticed too later that my uh, car clock was off uh, some minutes, 11, 12, 13 minutes than what it usually was. Uh, another thing that followed was uh, one week after I'd returned home on the 10th that I found that uh, there were crop circles found in Howick, Quebec uh, on that given date I had the sighting, which has the formation of uh, a close encounter that I had in 1977 at age 18. All right. So the abduction uh, encounter, uh, whatever, that you had in 63 uh, – and subsequent years, is becomes a memory, uh, a distant, foggy memory. But then you you begin to have sightings, a series of UFO sightings. Yes. Okay. At what point, though, did you start to put the pieces together and think, I believe I may have been abducted? Well, um, after speaking to a local investigator, uh, and telling him of my nine sightings, uh, I told him, uh, as he asked, any ongoing childhood nightmares, and I told him the mummy dream, which to me are dreams. And so as I accounted uh, some of the, what I remember, uh, he said, you're a very interesting case, and I do believe you were abducted. And I looked at him, and I couldn't go there with that. I said, they were just dreams. That's... It's as simple as that. But <clears throat> as uh, I left him, I then started to become the researcher and investigator myself and started to uh, ferociously look at subject of, of about uh, alien abduction, agenda, uh, UFO sightings, and to try and uh, find out what's going on because now uh, I wanted to know because I, I had my ninth sighting. There was a crop circle found, and this man's telling me I was taken. As a child, I still couldn't phantom that. But in 2003, if I say that all nine sightings were in the month of August only, they were all nighttimers only except for 1967. In 2003, everything changed. The pattern had changed because now the next sighting was a daytime sighting on March 3rd, 2003 at my workplace in Scarborough as I stepped out to have a smoke at 12.01 uh, in the day, uh, a brilliant white 
cross-shaped or angel-shaped object was above my work roof, and I took a few more steps away from the roof and revealed another one close to it high in the sky, and there now there's two of them. And that was the first sighting I had in 2003, but in total I had 16 sightings in 2003, witnessed a flying creature, uh, also saw a wave of light across the sky at 1 o'clock on August 27th when Earth and Mars were at their closest point and discovered on August 13th uh, through a, a newspaper article uh, to confirm that maybe those dreams that I had as a child uh, back in the 60s uh, were not dreams. The article was from 1965 giving verification that there were in fact UFOs over Scarborough in 1965. You went to the library, checked into the Toronto Star archives and found an article from 65 Yes. confirming a series of UFO sightings in Scarborough. Yes. And for you, that was confirmation that there were UFOs in the vicinity at the time you were having your quote-end-quote mummy dreams. Yes. Now, Paul, I want to ask you, um, with all of the sightings that you've had, um, is has there ever been people with you at the same time watching and seeing these uh, flying objects? There there have been uh, witnesses uh, who I've pointed them out to, and there have been witnesses who, have, who pull over themselves, say, on the Don Valley to witness uh, rotating multicolored lights over the CN Tower uh, on uh, August night. On a Friday at 11 uh, p.m., it was either somewhere between 1988 to 1990, and it was in the month of August, and the motorists had pulled over, and they were looking and pointing at it, and so they had seen it before I'd seen it, but uh, yes. All right, stay put. Uh, Deborah Skye in studio, soultherapy.ca. Uh, and uh, Paul, our guest, subject, fully recovered, I think, maybe not, from his uh, hour-long regression. We'll get back and uh, go to the phones. What do you think of what you heard? Was he experiencing, reliving an alien abduction, or was this some mere trick of the mind? You tell me. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. All right, uh, Ross is in Toronto, and you're on the air with uh, Paul and Deborah Skye. What did you think, uh, Ross, about what you uh, you heard over the, pre- the, uh, the last hour? Was that an actual alien abduction paul experienced uh absolutely i I think it was great for uh paul for you to come on air and do that thank you Uh, my question my question i'm curious about is is has you after having all these experiences have you discovered that like what did you uh, what gifts did you gleam or or through these or is there anything that's um any gifts that have kind of come out of it after having these experiences and these encounters for for yourself personally and and how has that maybe manifest in your own life um Okay, uh, things that are different I find in synchronicities. I find right now uh, I notice a lot of synchronicities happening in my life. Um, they could be a name they, of a person. They could be a location. They could be uh, uh, time. It could be uh, any reference of putting synchronicities together that almost seems like a pattern. It's almost like you have a, <clears throat> like a, a, an amplified sense of your senses, of noticing your surroundings. Um, so there are, uh, I guess, in truth, uh, we all carry psychic abilities. Maybe psychic abilities are a little more enhanced 
based on the experience. Um, like it, it can happen that, um, for example, and I'll just give you one example that I, I could be dreaming and that I'm having a flood in my basement. And as the flood is getting in the basement, now the power goes out. So then about in the dream, I wake up and guess what? I find out that the area in Oshawa am, has a power outage. And uh, it just recently happened. So you attribute your heightened psychic awareness to the abduction phenomenon. Yes. All right. Uh, now, Ross, uh, in Toronto, let me uh, let me ask you: uh, mm -hmm. Do you suspect that you yourself have been uh, abducted? I haven't been abducted. No, I, I've no. had I've had profound spiritual experiences that uh, where I've gone to the light and back, uh, but no no abductions with little people and alien-type people. All right. Ross, I appreciate the call. And I ask, I, I, I'm doing this sort of online survey because there was a Roper poll conducted, oh, uh, it's probably been close to 20 years ago, and I believe somewhere in the neighborhood of about 18% of respondents uh, believe that they had been hmm. abducted. And that's 20 years ago. I'm sure right now it's probably about 50 or 60. Right. That's 18%, eight, and yeah. that's in the United States. Eight, what's 18% of, let's say, 250 million people? I mean, hmm. you can do the math. A lot of people out there, yeah. perhaps, like you, Paul, who have been abducted, suspect maybe they have. Uh, it's been repressed. Uh, Deborah Sky, this could be a, um, a, a whole, I don't want to say the word industry. That so, sounds sort of cold and, and, uh, and calculating. But, I mean, there are a lot of people out there, I'm, I'm guessing listening to this program, who may have been abducted. Uh, I think the, fun, the, the, the biggest question from these experiences, why? Why is it happening? Why is it happening to me? And what do I do with this? What do I do with the information that I'm getting or the experiences that I'm having? What do I do with it for humanity, for myself? You didn't get any clear-cut answers from these, uh, these entities, uh, Paul. They didn't tell you where they were coming from, wh what they wanted with you. They were pretty close or uh, tight-lipped. Um, the other thing is, I mean, Overall, I mean, you were you were scared uh, out of your yeah the living daylight scared out of you by this experience a negative we'd have to characterize this as a very negative experience. Do you, do you now wish that you um, that it never happened? Are you do you do you, do you do you think that there was any benefit from this? Uh, well, um, there might be some uh, type of enlightenment that has been given to me. Uh, that I see things that people don't see between the lines. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the great gift of the world, but I do notice things that people don't notice. Um, for example, um, when you when you retain one one thing I, I find is a gift. I do have a very good memory. I have uh, good humor to keep balance with uh, the memory, but I I I put together uh, things that I see and read with the news and now start to see the validity of what is truth and what is not truth. So you see a lot of things in the sequential order and patterns, don't you? So more mathematical. Yes. Yeah. So and that comes a lot with experiences. Alien experiences opens up certain pathways like that. It's a, it's a common thing. Let's go to uh, South Cayuga by uh, Lake Erie and welcome Bill to The Conspiracy Show. Bill, good morning. Richard, it's uh, really nice to hear you back on radio. You do great work, sir. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Miss Skye, um, well done, uh, my friend. Thanks, Bill. Uh, Paul, God bless. Um, Thank sir, you, Phil. A comment and then a question, if you don't mind, please. Go ahead. Um, I understand 
And I can almost feel as though, yes, you have experienced firsthand a supernatural occurrence. Um, a supernatural occurrence that um, I, I, I can't how I get this overwhelming feeling that it was a violation. Um, sir, I listen to you and I hear the fear, and uh, unfortunately I can't associate that with a benevolence. I can't associate that, that with love. Um, I, I hear think... the word synchronicity, <clears throat> yet I hear a definition of faith of some kind of higher power that will lead me to a train of circumstances that leads me to good fortune and so on and so forth. My question is this. Um, since your experiences, since your awarenesses of UFOs and tracking and, of course, the media, and, and, and it shows like tonight and where you hear of abductions, my question, sir, friend or foe? Friend. Aliens are friends. You know why? The way I think is uh, they're helping our survival. Uh, when we uh, monkey see, monkey do, when we uh, look at a, an animal that's uh, on the extinction list, what do we do? We study it. We, we will paralyze it. We will uh, put a tracker on it. And we hmm. will watch its life cycle. And we will hope that we won't lose that species in extinction. So I think, in a sense, monkey see, monkey do. Interesting. Bill, did you want to respond to that? Well, um, my thought, sir, is this. Um, is there a, a, an open-mindedness to believe that, in fact, that uh, angels, as in uh, Joan Anderson's uh, beautifully uh, written books, uh, is there such a thing as an angel in your, in your opinion? Uh, well, yes. Uh, I'm still very healthy. Uh, in I... other words, I think, uh, to cut to the quick, uh, uh, Paul, I think Bill is asking you, is it possible that these weren't... Uh... Uh, extraterrestrial, these uh, entities were from the angelic realm. It's very possible. Angelic energy is very different. And that's Deborah Sky responding. You know that from your experience in, in, in past life regression therapy. From years of experience. Right. So this didn't sense, feel like an angelic I'm just saying, in presence. general, yeah. angelic energy has a specific vibration. So if you look at anything in vibrational energy, which everything is, when you're four years old and you're experiencing a drastic vibrational energy that's not of the same, the body, at any age, actually, not just four years old, but at any age, the body will respond to it with such fear because of um, the oscillating rhythms that happen. Mm-hmm. And um, with angelic energy, it's very light and very heart-centered. So you sense, and it, it's very calming and peaceful and warm. Harmonic. Very harmonic. Although, I mean, the, uh, my uh, knowledge of angelic encounters uh, comes from the Bible. Mm. And an encounter uh, with an angel in the Bible is incredibly scary. Uh, even though they, they, are, they represent uh, goodness, I mean, they, they are so powerful. Uh, to be in the presence of an angel, I mean, you literally tremble oh, with fear. Usually, you drop to your knees. I mean, well, people... usually you, what happens is your head goes down because you become humble because of the energy is overpowering. Right. And its experience is humbling, so humbling. But is there a sensation oh. of love, ma'am? Oh, complete. It, it's unconditional. So that's why you, you come into, you, you become humble in the experience because you're like, you're bowing to it. Paul, Paul, did you experience love? I experienced love. I feel more love now than I ever have uh, because I have compassion for humanity and I have compassion for the mother of the earth. But, not, but when you say you experienced love, it didn't sound like you were experiencing love when you were lying on that table no, in there. No, I was frightened. Mm -hmm. So where does the love come from? Uh, well, the love's within me. 
Yes, but we're talking about the the actual uh, experience that you had with these entities. There was no love there. No. No, of course. There was no love. There was fright. There was fear. That uh, sounded like a horrible experience you went through. Yes, it was. But you must remember, I was very young, and I treated these as nightmares. Uh, you know. most children do. Right. Uh, Bill in, in South Cayuga, thank you for the call. I hope you'll, uh, you'll join us again. I, um, I hmm. want to follow up, though, on, on something that Bill said, and the, the whole... Are these our friends and our, or are they our enemies? And, um, I mean, by and large, this is anecdotal, uh, but the people that I've talked to on the air over the years that have had alien abduction phenomena, most of them are, are not pleasant experiences. People have been probed. People have been l- tortured. How else can I describe being, uh, you know, examined, um, have things injected into their eyes, into uh, other organs mm-hmm. it's a it's it's hitlerian and i just can't ascribe that sort of experience to a a a civilization keeping in mind technologically they would have to be able to harness the power of several suns in order to to transverse space and time that the way they do and one would think that uh if they had that kind of technological advantage they would also be equally spiritually advanced that doesn't sound to me like a spiritually advanced civilization doing those things, even to a lesser organism such as we humans. Well, we Deborah Sky, what do you think? Well, we can also look at as I, as I hear you saying this. I'm I'm saying I'm seeing exactly what humans do to animals. Yes. So <laughs> humans probe and prod and poke and eat and take things away from animals, and that's acceptable. Um, and. Just because you might have more um, energetic technology would not mean that you're spiritually advanced. just means that you'd be advanced in a different way. Right. Intellectually. Right. Very much intellectually. So spiritually, there are a lot of different, um, let's just say planets and, and beings that don't have spiritual advancement. But they have other levels of advancement. Fair enough. No, I, I mean, I, I think what we're, what we're seeing here is, is um, there are a number of, I mean, you described two different entities. There's uh, three of them. Three. three of them. Oh, there was the shadow person. No, the taller, the taller ones that, that their eyes look like they're wrap around, like a, almost like a praying mantis. Right. Eyes. Mm. Right. Um, they're, they're the ones that were carrying me, and when their legs walked, they walked like they were robotic. But they were scary looking. But you know what? These guys had no emotions. They were almost looking like maybe they were robotic. I right. don't know. Right. The androids. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What I, what I was getting to is uh, I, I think that people exp- that have enc- that people have encounters with with different civilizations. Some of them uh, may be purely uh, sheer evil. Others may be emotionally and morally neutral, uh, and others may be. Um, Quite uh, benevolent, but um, we'll uh, delve further and also welcome more calls here at uh, 416-360-0740, 416-360-0740, toll-free from out of town, 866-740-4740. What do you think? What happened to Paul? Curiosity? Or did the devil make you do it? Whatever the reason, welcome back to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. 
from Zoomer Radio, AM 740. To talk to Richard, call 416-360-0740 or toll free in Ontario at 1-866-740-4740. This is the debriefing segment of the program. Uh, Paul, our guest from parts east of uh, Toronto, was good enough to come in studio, lie flat on his back in a massage table in the adjacent studio and uh, undergo a one-hour regression courtesy of Deborah Skye, our certified past life regression therapist. And during that session, if you were listening, you heard Paul reliving a, a series of episodes beginning in 1963 when he was four years old that sounded suspiciously similar to an alien abduction. Uh, yet I am not only amazed by what I saw with my own two eyes and heard with my my own two ears, uh, perhaps even more amazed that he came he comes out of this with a very positive uh, outlook uh, even towards his uh, abductees. You maintain that uh, despite this horrific experience, aliens, uh, to quote uh, a caller from South Cayuga, aliens are our friends, not our foes. You made an interesting point off the air, Paul, and that is when I asked you directly, how can you ascribe uh, goodness to these entities when they were doing these horrible things to you? Uh, you mentioned this crushing white light that was quite painful. And uh, you said, how do we know that they're not... Well, you, you, you tell me what well, you said off the air. Um, well, first of all, like the, the light itself, uh, maybe they were doing something to enlighten me condition me for what's coming uh, through my life of, you know, if you have close encounters, uh, you know, maybe I'm some kind of beacon, uh, what they've done. Maybe they've, uh, they've put an implant uh, in me. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm gathering maybe in my left uh, uh, lobe ear that something there. I've noticed that as I was a child and, and as a, a young teenager that I've always felt something there. It's not painful. But there's something there, uh, you know. So there might be uh, an implant that that bring these guys here throughout my life. Like uh, you know, I've got so many stories to tell you. I mean, we we'd be here all night. But no. But the other thing you said is uh, is uh, the how do we know that they're not uh, healing using these uh, these uh, yes. measures, drastic measures yes. to heal uh, people of some unknown uh, undiagnosed illness, which is a valid point. Yes. Uh, Anyway, let's uh, let's pick it up in Scarborough and say hello to Wendy. Good morning, Wendy. You're on the Conspiracy Show here on AM740. Okay, I just want to say I've had some problems, and I've had problems in terms of um, not aliens so much, but say in terms of um, other areas like similar to aliens. Entities like being visited by some sort of entity, Wendy? Yes. All right. Did you? Is this something that you want to explore further? I mean, do you have d distinct memories of it, or are they rather blurry? Well, maybe a little flurry right now, but like I say, I've had uh, problems over the years, like when sometimes I'm sleeping, and not so much like nightmares, but see, I have this little dream here, like I'm looking at stuff like um, regards to, um, let's see, I see these aliens. What, um, 
is going through right now. Okay, uh, I'm a little uh, confused, though, Wendy. You mentioned uh, they weren't aliens, and now you're saying that they are. Listen, I'll tell you what. Um, why don't we uh, we'll let you go, and we'll uh, we'll talk again some some point down the line when we have more time, and you can go into a little more detail. I don't have a lot of time right uh-huh. now, but it, it sounds like you're having some sort of an experience, and maybe on another program we can we can get into that. But let's move on down the phones and uh, say hello to Ian, okay, who is in. Happy New Year. Happy okay, New Happy New Year to you, Wendy. Uh, Ian is in Barrie. Hello, uh, Ian. Welcome to AM740. Well, thanks. How are you guys? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. I just, uh, every time this subject gets visited by, you know, you know, whatever sources, I, I always have to ask the question, how do you know, and I'm, I'm speaking to your guests too, how, how do you know that you're not being deceived? Like, a, a feeling isn't enough for me to say that I'm not being deceived. I know in this realm... Someone that we um, are maybe close to, like a, a spouse or a, or a good friend, can deceive us because we've given over our trust to them. And, and deception, I always say to, you know, one of my, it may not make sense, but I always tell people that the ultimate deception is to believe that you're not being deceived or that you can't be deceived. Interesting point, Ian. So let, let's, let me ask you directly. Who is, who is doing the deceiving here? Is it our past life regression therapist, Deborah Skye? Uh, is it uh, our, our subject, Paul? Uh, is it um, false memories being planted in Paul by someone else? I will, spell it out for me. Um, you know what? I, I don't know if I'm qualified to answer. I, I would definitely not accuse either one of them of any, you know, malice. But what, what I believe personally, and, and again, you know, it's, it's an opinion, um, we are, we are uh, very small in the scope of the universe, in terms of our knowledge and ability to comprehend our universe. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about our, you know, our three dimensions. I am not qualified by any means to try and discern the spiritual realm. So if I have a hard time with uh, deception in my own realm, you know, with being deceived, being lied to, untruthfulness, mm-hmm. I, how can I possibly, you know, try to discern things if I don't have a reference point, I guess is well, what I'm trying to Ian, get. So, Ian, if I could just cut to the quick here. It sounds like you're you're not saying that he didn't have an experience. You're simply questioning the nature of his experience, mm-hmm. whether, yeah. in fact, we're talking about something that's extraterrestrial or perhaps interdimensional or supernatural. Is that fair? Right. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll make it more concise. How, how's that? Yeah. I, I think that a lot of times when I hear, you know, even in, in uh, past regressions, I believe that the subject, I'm sorry to call you that, I don't mean that in a negative way. I've been using the term all night. It is rather <laughs> cold, isn't it? I'm sorry. You're, you're obviously, you're a wonderful person. You're, you're very, you have much value. But I, I think that, um, I think that you've been deceived and, and not that, not that that's, um, not, not that that's a criticism, but I think that these spirits, uh, um, and especially listening to your experience, my goodness, that speaks to me malevolence. Like there's nothing like, like you talked about earlier, there's a lack of love at that time. And when I hear stories about even children experiencing angelic visitations, mm-hmm. there's a tremendous amount of joy through the experience, yeah. so much so that uh, it, it's, it's the focus of the experience. And, and so anyways, I, I just I, I want to question that, I, I, and I would hope that, uh, you know, you would question that at some point, too, and, 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 um, and know that maybe these spiritual beings have a, a, such a greater intelligence than we have and have the ability to deceive us. How's mm-hmm. that? Uh, Ian, a great, great call. Thank you. I, no, I think we, the, yeah, I think we've great. been, we've been discussing that. And, mm-hmm. and again, uh, Ian, uh, it sounds like you're saying, 
that Paul had some sort of an experience or simply questioning the nature of it and the, mm -hmm. the intent of his abduct, uh, abductors. Uh, I think I owe uh, my good man Dan a break here, so why don't we do that and uh, connect back on the other side and we'll uh, reach out to Rhode Island and Richard with a question or comment for Paul, our subject, <laughs> our uh, most gracious uh, experimental subject, and uh, Deborah Skye our certified past life regression therapist, an alien abduction or a deception. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Time slips away, and uh, let me uh, ask you, Deborah Sky, uh, just uh, for those people listening tonight interested in uh, what you're doing, what they've heard, I'm perhaps thinking maybe she can do the same for me. Maybe I've, uh, maybe I sus maybe someone out there is thinking they suspect they've been abducted. Maybe they simply want to uh, uh, investigate a, a, a suspected past life. How do they how do they go about it? How do they get in touch with you? And and what what happens? Okay. Um, well, you can go to my website, which is soultherapy.ca. Soul, as in uh, eternal soul, not yes. the soles of your shoes. So it's S O U L. <laughs> therapy.ca soultherapy.ca yeah um and that will lead you to everything else to the classes to booking um i you know i do remote healing all over the world um so there's a lot of information on there that you can go to and you can contact me through that too you can phone me and you can send me an email and i, I just find that it's really important for people to come to a a really peaceful place of understanding within themselves. And they find that through the work, through rather regression work or going and connecting to something that they're inquiring into and they just never really understood it. Can anyone literally walk off the street and into your studio uh, and within an hour experience a past life or does it require more effort, more work? Um, Preparation. Well, they wouldn't walk off the street. They'd have to phone me beforehand. Sure. But yes, it's, it, there is no prep. There is no particular individual that you have to be and um, everybody can be regressed there's different stages and levels of regression now Paul came and saw me just before this last week just so we can see the depth of what you went to right last week he was on the surface tonight he went in extremely deep you even experienced that yes and that was you know in his second session you just uh, so that people understand, there, there's no sort of um, you know staging or manipulation here. No, no, no. What, what, what we do on the show, what I do on the show is I, I make sure that uh, before I bring Paul or any of our other past mm -hmm. life regressees yeah. on the air, we want to make sure that they're good candidates. Not everyone yeah. can be placed under hypnosis, for example. Uh, I've been told, maybe I'm wrong, but some people are better subjects than others. Some people uh, will will go under uh, hypnosis, but they're not very vocal. They won't. And that's not going to make for a very good radio. So yes. I sent Paul to see you prior Absolutely. for a sort of a pre-interview yeah. and just to make sure that he would be a good test subject. Yeah. So. And on that, we just went into a past life. We didn't do anything about uh, his experience. We just went in to see um, the depth and the range of which he can go into. And it was very just a very surface, but I knew he'd be able to do this because he wanted to. Right. Richard's in Rhode Island. Welcome to AM740 and The Conspiracy Show, Richard. Hello. Are we connected, sir? Yes. Good morning. Yeah. Hi, I was telling the screener I wanted to be of service here and relate something in a wider context with <laughs> some authoritative authors that uh, the listeners could relate to them. And I've, I've been a student of this since I was about 10 years old, amongst other things, and I'll relate a subjective experience I had. 
and related to, again, what other people have, have been through. But I'll leave that for last. But the three mainstays today are pretty much, uh, you must be familiar with Raymond Fowler. Raymond uh, Fowler. The, yep. Yeah, oh yeah. See, that was with the Andreessen case. I've got all that and corresponded with him and got uh, Watchers 1 and Watchers 2. And that relates to uh, regression therapy. The second one with 54 million um, hits on his site is Dr. Richard Boylan. Yes, but I've had Richard on the show. Yes. Yeah, the credentials are important to note, though, for our own uh, enlightenment and our own reassurance that we get, you know, good solid iron on this, not something fake. Is Raymond Fowler is a Christian um, uh, a certified Bible scholar, top security clearance with the National Security Agency for 25 years, GT Sylvania, you know, and concisely he's um, in the U.S. Air Force. So he got involved with the Andreessen case uh, a long time ago, back in the 70s. I got all, gotten all that. And Dr. Richard Boylan, the reason I mention these two is because they've got an element of spirituality to it that the other investigators don't have, okay? And, of course, there's Whitley Strieber, who's number three. He's more well-publicized. But Dr. Right. Boylan's a priest, yeah. an ordained priest. He's got a Ph.D. in psychology. Ran it, uh, and this gets into Axet Academy with child abductees. So I know I'm going on long here, but there's a lot of good stuff to pass along here. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, he ran a school for uh, children for 29 years, penetrated some facilities. He's a feisty old guy. He's in his 80s. And uh, he's got a Ph.D. in anthropology and a master's in... Uh, yeah, no, I know of Richard Boylan. I've yeah. had him on the show, and, and uh, oh. of course, the, the Indigo Children, etc. And he believes that... Uh, uh, I mean, he uh, he believes that this is a positive uh, experience, uh, yeah. uh, but but I'm not familiar with Fowler. Does he believe that aliens are friends or foe? Uh, both. They're both. Okay. Because uh, there's, a, there's a small segment that is dark. And, and Watchers, too, uh, he relates. I'm sure the therapist, the, the wonderful Ms. Sky, can relate to this. The, you must have heard about the globes that they give the <laughs> abductees and the benevolent abductions. And it yeah. contains the knowledge about the person's life and transmits this because mm -hmm. they come from a dimension which is much more integrated and coherent than our own, as John Mack has related. Yeah, John Mack's great. Um, yeah, now I can relate my own experience with, and give somebody else some time here. But first was a military helicopter crew, which was published on sightings, and that's a Raymond Fowler's second book. And the brief version of this is, it was an egg-shaped object, 600 feet long, which had a green beam which pulled the helicopter. It was a uh, double-prop uh, Huey, and they were on a routine mission in Columbus, Ohio, in 78 in October. He had the governor, which pulls the helicopter down, and remember, can hold jeeps and things, 1,500 feet a second. The object was pulling him up at 500 feet a second. But here's what I'm reporting on and doing service to. They were given some documents two weeks later after they landed, and they, they told the commanding officers about it, and the CIA knew in advance. They said, did you have any out-of-body experiences, and did the gray beings give you any green or blue lighted spheres, globes? They said yes. And they said, if you have any more, contact us immediately. Now, the CIA knew in advance, as well as the Air Force, and they were briefed by people in civilian clothes, as well as uniforms. Now, my own experience... I got about 60 seconds, Richard. I hate to cut you quick yeah. here, but I got 60 seconds. Before I read Whitley Strieber's Communion and Raymond Fowler's books, I had an experience with I was had an out-of-body experience brought to this place with a, um, an amber sun, and the mm -hmm. second time I was brought to a place with some tall grays that gave me a... Um, pushed a blue sphere into my stomach and told me to become a capitalist and donate for little kids. That's what it led to with multidisciplinary studies, as well as being a student of the Hemisync program of the Monroe Institute and Robert Monroe. So I'll leave you with that, and I hope I've done you some service. Richard in Rhode Island, you have, and please call again. Good to hear awesome. from you. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. All right. Uh, 
Deborah Sky, listen, uh, another amazing uh, uh, broadcast. Thank you for this. I look forward to uh, to doing more. Uh, I don't know where we go from here. Uh, we've done uh, four past life regressions uh, and uh, now an alien abduction. Uh, Paul, uh, overall, was this a, a, a positive experience? Do you have any regrets about uh, undergoing the regression? Uh, not at all, because this is closure for me, Richard, and I, I appreciate what Deborah Sky has done for me. Uh, it's given me more food for thought. After I met her uh, a week ago today, uh, there was something uh, about Deborah that's very special that I see and feel through her. And uh, I think she's done something to me to give me more to think about uh, an opening now uh, than I ever have. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I look forward to find out more uh, of what, what I feel and, and maybe, you know, what they say, let's sleep on it and see what happens the next day, <laughs> you know, of any kind of memory. Because, you know, I, I do recall the, the gray type things, but the shadow guy, I don't know who he is. That is an interesting uh, mix. I know that uh, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, a paranormal investigator who's on the, the program regularly, is in fact investigating the link uh, between shadow people and alien abductions. So uh, we'll have her on again and, and discuss. Perfect. And as for the uh, suspected alien implant that you might have in one of your ears, uh, I know people. Uh, <laughs> I, can, we could, uh, I could set you up maybe. We could uh, uh, get you on uh, a program where they... Um, uh, Daryl Sims, the alien hunter, is the gentleman I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. He organizes uh, yes, uh, surgical teams to remove alien implants. So if you're interested, maybe I, we can arrange something. I don't wish to have it removed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I've heard, I've heard some bad things can happen sometimes mm -hmm. when they're removed. Uh, you know, maybe to get an x-ray to verify that something's there, but I guess nothing's uh, for good until it's in your hand to say, here it is. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Well, listen, I... Um, I, I thank you. Uh, very courageous uh, of you to do this, and you're very uh, giving of your time, and uh, uh, the best of luck. I thank you, and I thank Deborah again for making this happen for me. And, uh, Deborah Sky, one, uh, you know, in 30 seconds, uh, a final word on, again, people that are on the fence maybe considering about, I mean, wh wh what's the benefit of, of, of uh, undergoing a past life regression or so something many. like this? There's so many. There's clarity, understanding, acceptance, knowledge, trusting, truth. And really about coming to love yourself and accept who you are on any level. All that through a past life regression. Absolutely. All right. Well, people can uh, explore further at www.soultherapy.ca. Soultherapy.ca. That's it for me. My thanks to Dan Ellison, of course, Paul and Deborah Sky here in studio. Back next week, a debate. Were the World Trade Center towers brought down by controlled demolition? Again, Get on up to the website, richardserrett.com. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light, and what I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. I hope. Good night. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.